Welcome to Get Miles Ahead. We are a profoundly sick society with access to everything we need to be healthy, fit, and thriving. So why aren't we? Here's some brutal honesty. If you don't do something different, the future will likely get worse, not better. You have to take this seriously. The reality is your future depends on what you choose to do today, period. Your past may have been whatever it was, but that doesn't determine as much as what you choose to do in this moment. That's what determines your future. So stop making excuses or putting your head in the sand, pretending there isn't an issue because the stats say there likely is an issue. In these episodes, we're going to explore topics shown to impact our overall well-being from the latest research and practices that can be easily implemented into our daily lives because we know that sustainable change needs to be simple, frequent, and consistent. This first season, we cover the foundations of well-being as we explore clarity, energy, focus, gratitude, and connection. So let's experiment. Let's flourish. Let's get miles ahead of where you are today. Welcome to today's episode where we get clear, clear on who you are, clear on your virtues, on your character strengths, and so much more. Today's episode lends heavily to the world of positive psychology and the work being done by some amazing researchers around the world, including Martin Seligman and the work being done at the University of Pennsylvania. He created a model called PERMA that is in his book, Flourish. And the elements of PERMA are positive emotion, engagement, relationships, meaning, and accomplishment. And some of these things we're going to be talking about in today's episode. I would also add vitality to the model, which it really speaks to us having the energy and zest to live life fully. Links to all of the research and the studies mentioned are included in the show notes on the website milesaheadwellness.com, and that's miles with a Y. So let's dive in with the first of three ideas we will share, and be sure to stick around to the end where we introduce the practice to get clear. Idea number one, self-awareness. How well do you know thyself? Perhaps you think that's an odd question, but after years of being a psychotherapist, I know that many people don't truly know themselves and even more don't live their lives from that place of knowing. Self-awareness is ongoing, a continually evolving practice and ability to see yourself clearly and objectively through reflection and introspection. Self-awareness is key to change and building emotional resiliency. This relates to being in touch with our emotions and handling potentially overwhelming or distressing emotions with more grace and non-reactivity. As we become more self-aware, we have more flexibility in how we show up to our own lives. You might be familiar with this pretty famous quote by Viktor Frankl, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Before self-awareness, we are driven out of unconscious habitual behaviors, driven by past experiences. We do something so many times our brain puts it on repeat just to be efficient. 
We'll talk more about the science of habits in another episode, but it's really important to remember that. What we want to do is to make conscious that which is unconscious through self-awareness. One simple and powerful way of cultivating more self-awareness and becoming more intimately familiar with that space between the stimulus and response is through mindfulness practice. Mindfulness trains us to pay attention to the present moment on purpose without judgment. It trains us to notice without reacting. It trains us to simply be. Can we become curious about our own experience without having to do anything? When was the last time that you simply noticed? Perhaps it was taking a moment to notice beauty around you. Perhaps feeling gratitude for what you have or the people in your life. Can you take a moment right now and notice how you're feeling? What emotion might be present? What sensations might be present? How about sadness without the need to distract or distance yourself or feeling anger without needing to do something about it? Speaking of positive emotions, I wanted to just interject and let you know about gratitude. Gratitude is one of the most powerful practices that's been shown to significantly shift our perspective in our lives. We launched a new WhatsApp community all about embodied gratitude with information and encouraging the sharing of daily gratitude practices. So check out milesaheadwellness.com for links to sign up and join us in gratitude. Now back to idea number two, virtues and vices. Self-awareness allows us to be curious with who we are, what we think, our beliefs, and of course, our habitual reactions. And in this space, we can then make empowered choices to operationalize our virtues. Okay, so virtues date back to the Stoic philosophers, but are also major components of all the religions. So there are key virtues based not only on the positive psychology research that I'll talk about in a moment, which looked at shared virtues across all cultures, but related back to the ancient Stoic philosophers. So the four cardinal Stoic virtues were wisdom, courage, temperance, and justice. Then along came Martin Seligman and company, and they looked at all the different religions, philosophies, including the Stoics, and found a rather surprising amount of congruence among all of them. And from that, they identified six core virtues. Four of them are the same as the Stoics, courage, justice, temperance, and wisdom. And the positive psychology movement added on two, humanity and transcendence. One of my teachers, Brian Johnson of Heroic, he breaks them down into a little bit more common language and as well as bringing them back to four key virtues as he felt that there was a bit of overlap. So the four, wisdom, courage, love, self-mastery. Four virtues, wisdom, courage, love, and self-mastery. Brian says, as we do the hard work of operationalizing virtue, we make progress in closing the gap between who we are capable of being and who we are actually being, more and more consistently living by expressing the optimist or best version of ourselves. 
You see, when we act from our virtues, we are more of an expression of our best self. And what is this optimist best version of ourself? Well, that's our practice for today. So wait until the end. Well, if we talk about virtue, then I guess we have to talk about vice. If virtue is the mean or the middle ground, we also have the ability to have a vice of excess or a vice of deficiency as it relates to that virtue. Again, can we cultivate the practice of mindfulness and self-awareness to examine ourselves with honesty about our thoughts, our beliefs, and actions to understand where we fall at any given time on the continuum of each of these four key virtues? wisdom, courage, love, and self-mastery. When we know, again, with honest reflection, we can then make different choices for ourselves and close that gap. Just to note, if you're looking for more tools and practices for self-mastery, you should join our group on Facebook and our monthly Self-Mastery Sunday Songas. There we dive much deeper into specific tools and practices. You can find links to both on our website, our Instagram page, and of course, the show notes. Now let's talk about idea number three. Use your character strengths daily with mindfulness to flourish. Let's come back to the stellar researchers at the University of Pennsylvania, home to Martin Seligman's work on positive psychology. They've taken those six core virtues that they determined and they broke them into 24 character strengths. They've shown that when used consistently, we enhance our overall sense of well-being, resiliency, and flourishing. It's pretty amazing. From the research, they developed the VIA Survey of Character Strengths. This is available online, and I highly encourage you to take the time to do this survey and find out what your top five character strengths are. Again, research shows using them daily enhances our joy and flourishing. If you're looking for the link to that survey, it'll be included in the show notes. And of course, you can also Google VIA, V-I-A, Survey of Character Strengths, the University of Pennsylvania. We are unique, yet we are the same. Our expression of our top five character strengths is so unique to us because there are so many, the crazy number of permutations that are possible. So although we're the same in that we have these access to these virtues and character strengths, how they show up within us is unique to us. And this relates to the notion that we have unique gifts and talents that are meant to be expressed in this lifetime and offered to the world around us. I often use the connection of me to we to us as a way of expressing our individual connection to ourselves, to each other, and to the collective in which we are also a part. So although we're unique, we're also a necessary part of the whole. When we don't allow ourselves to fully be expressed, we are let the collective down. We don't express our full potential, leaving us often feeling depressed or unfulfilled. So do our character strengths change? Well, I've personally done this survey about eight times over the last 12 years, and most of my top five remain the same. But a couple will often shift up or down from my top 10, depending on what I'm focusing on in my life. So if I am focused on having more gratitude in a daily practice for a year and then redo the survey, gratitude will probably show up higher than when I started. 
This is why operationalizing and using our strengths daily matters and helps shift and install more positive traits. Our lives do not have to remain the same as they are. We can evolve regardless of age or circumstance. Our past does not define our future. Our present actions do. So our practice for the next two weeks or so, I encourage you to do this practice daily. It's a simple yet amazingly powerful practice of connecting to our daemon, which means good soul, or this part of us that is our best self. So, of course, if you're driving, don't do this right now. Come back to the practice. And in the show notes is a simple practice with just this as an MP3 that you can download. But the practice is really simple. Close your eyes for a moment. Inhale through your nose to a count of four. Hold for a moment. Slowly exhale to a count of six. Breathing through our nose. Bringing your attention of your mind's eye into your heart space, your chest. Noticing the movement of your chest as you breathe. Using your imagination. Imagine that this is the space where your soul, spirit, demon, your best self. This is where they live, your higher power. Allow yourself to feel into this part of you, releasing all the other chatter and voices that may be present, allowing them to just go in the background and really allowing yourself to connect to this part of you, your heart space. Can you feel into it fully, allowing to almost visualize this part of you. If you're a visual person, perhaps you see the character of your best self or your daemon. If you're feeling it, a sensory person, perhaps you feel the space of that within your chest, allowing yourself to connect to it and fully embody it. Whatever that feels like for you, can you connect to that? Almost give it a high five, if you will, right? Like we want you over time to befriend this part of you. Okay, returning. And as you return to this present moment, can you remember this part of you? What maybe might you call this part of you? Can you come up with the character name for this character of your best self, your daemon? And every day, I just take a moment to connect to this part of you, this part that where love exists, where grace exists, where gratitude lives, this part of you that wants the best for you, connecting to it every day for the next couple of weeks. And just notice how you feel. Notice what happens. This episode was Get Clear, clarity on who you are, specifically your best self, And how to show up in the world in alignment with that part of you. We talked about cultivating self-awareness through mindfulness as a key skill to build emotional resiliency, clarity, and a positive relationship with our inner world. 
We talked about virtues and character strengths as key positive and universal expressions that we all have access to at any point and how when we operationalize virtue, we close the gap between who we are and who we want to be, that optimist self. And our practice is to connect daily to our inner daemon, our good soul, our best self, to create a lasting and loving relationship with it. The more connected we are to our best self, the more likely we will act or behave from this part and not old habitual behaviors based on our past experience. Well, that's the episode. Thanks for listening to Get Miles Ahead. Our next episode is a deep dive into energy, including nutrition, movement, and of course, sleep. Watch for Get Energized on January 21st. Please help us out and subscribe at any of your favorite podcast spots and visit milesaheadwellness.com. That's miles with a Y. Until next time, let's get miles ahead and let your best self lead the way.